Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Yeah. Welcome to J.Ill, a production of iHeartRadio. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to J.Ill, the podcast. It is always such a pleasure to have these kind of conversations. I'm here with my my sister friends, Aja Graydon Danzler. That would be me, darling. It is her, darling. And the fantastic, amazing, and wonderful Laia St. Clair. Present. I don't I don't know why I use that accent when I say Laia St. Clair. Clair. It's, I'll take all them accents, Jill. You like should have on a big hat and smack bitches. Right, baby, with a big fan, honey. Yeah, she needs to be fanned at all times. It's a lot of cloud. expectations, and know. you should say things like, "You have the audacity." You have the audacity. Yes, yes, yes. And you have to call that. everybody sweetie. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yes, sweetie. Yeah, yes, sweetie. Right now I'm in a deer stage. I got to get out of that. So yeah, I work on that. Thank you. Deer is is tough because I like it myself, but it also feels slightly Age condescending. It's it's shady. It is it, it does give the proper auntie shade, deer. It, yeah. I when like I, a sweetie because a sweetie is kind of like a it's it's kind of shady, but it's like I love you, baby, but you deserve this little bit of shade. Okay, yeah. sweetie. Yeah. Are we at that age where we can do these things? Yes. This is the beauty of this age. Yes, yes. I'm a, I'm a darling. I like darling. What's up, darling? I darling. Uh, that sound like you. Mm-hmm. It feels like good darling. to me. It darling darling is right. you. I feel like all of our words are us. Definitely yes. like he is a dear. I'm definitely a sweetie. <laughs> You're definitely a darling. darling. I love it. Yes. Listen, listen here, darling. Because <laughs> I was just saying that, that darling sits on me right, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. in this process of raising a child, um, we have gone through a multiple uh, uh, a five, six schools, I think, that we've gone to, like oh, six Lord. different schools um, since the God. beginning, since pre-K till now. Mm-hmm. And um, the reason for that is because it wasn't, it, they weren't a good fit. It just wasn't a good fit. I understand. Mm-hmm. I was one of those kids. Yeah. And I, I no realized girl. how important it was that the school that my kid is spending the majority of his time in should feel good to us. Yeah. You know, to us, yeah. not just yeah. me, to uh, or just to him, but to us as a unit, mm. right? Mm-hmm. That's some dope so, mommy shit right there. I don't know if you'll know, but when you when you start thinking about that, like mommies, that's some dope mommy shit. I know because my mama thought like that. It's dope. Uh-huh. Just saying, yeah, that's dope. Go ahead. I'm my sorry. Mom Continue did too. On, I queen. appreciate it so yeah. much. Yeah, for Hell sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing work in the summer times. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm doing work in the summertime. Get this book. Yeah. Get into yeah. this workbook. So, so we're at this one school and, and not, you know, Jet was um, and he was one of the only chocolate chips in the, in the cookie. <laughs> oh. Come on, chocolate chips. And they wanted to take him on a trip to the plantation. Oh, Lord, Lord God. <laughs> <laughs> 
creator of all things, Lord God. Oh, Lord, not I come today. to you today as humbly as I know how. Listen. Keep me and hold me so I don't walk up in here and set a fire amongst this building. <laughs> Lord, I thank you for holding me and protecting me so I don't kill everybody in this mother. Fire burn. Fire burn. Fire burn. Right. So, of course, we got out of that school because, um, you know, I was like, so are you teaching these kids about slavery? Is that what this is about? They were yeah. like, no, we're going to teach them how hard the pioneers worked. I said, that's enough. That's enough. We out. So, <laughs> so we left that school and we went to another school and this school was more diverse. And I said, OK, this looks like it's going to be promising. Um, but there was this elitist attitude that mm. made me ill. Mm. It, it mm. made Jet uncomfortable. It made me ill. And I was just like, this is not going to work out either. Mm. So I had the privilege and pleasure of meeting this sister. OK, um, her name is Sharon Green, first of all. And she is the executive director for Sisters Inspiring Sisters. It's known as Sis Circles Incorporated. Mm. Um, Sharon is a bad mother. Shut better. Okay. Waka 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 waka. First of all, she's gorgeous. Okay. Mm. That's that's I'm a just, co-sign that. I'm I'm a, don't wanna interrupt, I don't want to interrupt. I'm gonna try you. sign it. I'm gonna try sign it. That's right. Actually, quite startling, you know, mm-hmm. when, when you see this woman. But mm-hmm. her range of information is just she she introduced me to schools that I didn't know existed. She introduced me to a way of my son processing information that I just thought was, well, who are you? And how did you, how, how does the world not have you? Ladies and gentlemen, please, Miss Sharon Green. Mm. <laughs> hey, Sharon. Uh, hey. Oh, that's a lot. Is this even a thing? I'm like, is this even a thing? Are there sheriffs all around the world? Or Honey. Like, listen. I, what, what, so what do we call somebody like you, Sharon? Other than fairy godmother. An intuitive hmm. coach. Okay. No, it's got to be more. It's more. Someone who comes in and is passionate. So mm. when I did, when I, I don't have a brick and mortar, I come okay. in your home and I stay with you. She does. So, you know, I come in and I'm asking questions that really start from the womb, right? Mm-hmm. And then it makes you go, oh, well, dang. Well, I guess that is a DNA thing, huh? It's not a jet thing. It's not a, well, I have three sons. A Zikiwe mm. or Kalfani or Yende thing. Yes, Kalfani. I love a Kalfani. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Her son's it? name is Zikiwe, yes. Kalfani, yes. and Allende. I love them all. Come I love them all. I love all those names. Are you from D.C.? I don't know. Okay. Well, one is in D.C., actually. Okay. And, um, of course. All so the blackest people end up in D.C. Listen, <laughs> the blackest names. They love All the blackest it. They love it. They love it. They love it. And so the thing for me is about how do we um, how do we parent to passion and purpose, right? As opposed to what we want. We want we want our children to be safe. We want them to be brave. We want them to be self sufficient. But how are we showing up in our homes and modeling that way, right? And so we think school is supposed to do it. No, school is just a place to socialize and really to learn how to navigate in the world, mm-hmm. right? So when we go in as Black parents and we're like, well, you're not reading this and you're not doing that, well, what's in your home? So how are we demanding institutions that ain't for us and by us to do things that we're supposed to do in our home? So that becomes an ouch. Yeah, right there. Like, like, hi, y'all. So then I start asking and they're like, oh, he doesn't know how to do math. I said, well, what were you doing in math in that age group? And um, and so what happened in teenage life? Well, okay, so you don't think it's a DNA thing, right? Oh, full disclosure, my oldest one has bipolar disorder. Wow. He's amazing. He's juicy. He... He, he pulls love it me. That he, I love it that he's juicy to you. Yeah, he's juicy. He's juicy. I love that. We love and a juicy baby. Too. We do. Yeah. And so what, what I say to my parents is, is that we are given what we're supposed to have, not mm-hmm. for them, but for us. And mm-hmm. our role is to create these safe and brave spaces. So when I went in, 
to that school. Um, they were books up, lab. Um, what do they call it? The books, the 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 attendance sheets, and you know, no, no, no. I'm not here. I just need to see if you like him. Mm. If you know him, when you went to his school, I'm sorry. So you're oh, saying yeah, yeah, I only yeah, yeah. you oh, go I to the home. To oh no, you I went to jet school. No, I started the home. Okay, and then I go into the school. I do this for all of my. I don't have a lot of clients, but mm-hmm. I have I have clients that trust me. They ain't scared of me. I ain't scared of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and we have those brave conversations. It's uncomfortable, right? But I'm not there to make you comfortable because clearly some stuff is going on in your house. Mm-hmm. How much time do you spend at the home before you're like, okay, let's move on to lots, lots, a couple of hours, okay, maybe a few days, depending on the house. Cause you know, the house got a lot going on. And so in Jamaica, we have this thing called come see me and come live with me is two different things. So if I see you, I see you. But if I come live with you, <laughs> that's a whole game changer, right? Yeah. You can't hide it. You can't, yeah. you don't. And so for me, I, I take it very personal and engaging. And I know that there's a storm going on and I want to help understand that I can be the calm of that but that the child is not supposed to get up in that nonsense of what Mm. we think is right. And so you go to the school, right? And so we have a student who's ADD or not really um, showing up the way you want to, to reach the grades. And, but then if they walk in the classroom and you don't acknowledge them Mm. and you know, they're disheveled because they got their books all over the place, but they're going to say, Oh, he doesn't do his math. I said, but did you notice that he didn't come in with his book bag. But I saw that you touched every other child, but you didn't touch that child because we're all humans, right? Mm-hmm. And we like what we like and we don't like what we like. And so teachers, it's a known fact, especially for black children, that when a teacher engages with the student on a social and emotional level, the child will perform better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More Real Talk after the break. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. So what do we know about our kids, right? We know that our kids, they're empathic. We, they, we just teach them how to release, not be intuitive to self. But they know, you know, you have the little baby and you give it to so-and-so and the baby start crying. Like, mm-hmm. oh, let's just let the baby cry. Oh, no, no, no. Because like, your energy ain't right. Come back here. Come back here. Mm-hmm. Don't. Everybody ain't for everybody. I used to do that all the time. Oh, just let him cry it out. Oh, no, because that cry is telling me something that mm-hmm. we have to listen to. So as I engaged with with Jet, and just because of lifestyle and home and what was needed, I had this 
really great epiphany, right? I'm sleeping and I wake up because I dream about it. I dream about it, right? I dream about these kids. Like I wake up, it's personal. Hey, you need to make sure that they're eating this and doing that. And you're like, what? It came to me. It just came to me. So I said, Jill, you should homeschool. She's like, mm. <laughs> not mm. here. <laughs> mm. Just a bit louder, Sharon. Okay. She said, not oh. here. I she said, not here, not yeah. here. <laughs> Not no. here, not here. Mm-mm, I didn't want to homeschool. She said, yeah, no, that sounds like work. That sounds like a work, lot. work. Yeah. That sounds like accountability. Yeah. Come right? on. But it talks about stability. It talks about nurturing. It talks about building confidence, right? And that's what he needed at that time because they had broken him down so much. He didn't know that he loved math. Of course, if you're a brilliant musician like Jet, you gotta know math. Mm-hmm. Like it makes sense, right? You like it's in there. That's the thing. It's it's already in there. It's a, a matter of the pathway out. Now I'm I'm going to say this that you know clearly you can hear um, that this was not an easy process. Mm-hmm. This was not an easy process. Um, it was very humbling. Um, I got called out a lot. Um, She gave me a whole list of things to do. Um, Some of them have been done. Some of them are on their way. Some of them, I ain't thinking about you sharing, get out of my face. (laughs) 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 But honestly, um, it was super beneficial when when COVID happened and guess what happened? We ended up homeschooling. Anyway, so right. we're God, okay? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So class in our house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. We wanted to talk about my journey. <laughs> yeah. You already know AJ has six children. Oh. Oh, oh you yeah. didn't know? Yeah. No, I didn't know. Congratulations. Yeah, her Congratulations. <laughs> you, you, Girl, you trust me. I, <laughs> yes. I, listen, I have, my children have been in every type of school, including mm-hmm. homeschool. My children mm-hmm. have been to, private school, public school, charter school, now college, both a PWI and an HBCU. Mm -hmm. I have had a number of different experiences with different types of schools and schooling. And still, it's like you said, it's like Jill said, it is such an ongoing learning process. Mm -hmm. Well, congratulations to you on knowing to parent each child to their Mm -hmm. specific Mm -hmm. need. Well, that's that's interesting, though, that because what you were saying, what I found so fascinating about what you were saying is what it brought up in my mind is that because this type of commitment is required for each individual child, it highlights the massive failure or almost the the huge, the ridiculous expectation that you could educate an entire population in a single way. Right. Like even the thought, it, 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 it brings light to how ridiculous the thought of that even is and how the difference between educating a population and indoctrinating a population, that there's a huge difference between the two and they become conflated to a degree. And that's just my opinion. But part of what you're saying and this time, this effort that you put into this child is I think so clear and and may feel a little overwhelming because there's some parents who are going to listen to this and think, how do I even have time or resources? So so it's not the resources and it's not the time. It's Mm -hmm. the intention. Amen. And what what is the intention? The intention is love. I mean, it really is just that basic. Yeah. You know, we, we make it complicated because yes. we say, okay, from zero to seven, we do this. And from Ooh. eight to 12, we do this. And then from 12 to 18, you do this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there are traumas and situations that happen in our lives, Ooh. right? And the child gets stuck right there. All of y'all are in a stuck place from a particular thing that you didn't heal then. So even though... I'm 55. There's some stuff that went on in maybe 12 that ma'am, emotionally ma'am, I'm showing ma'am, up like ma'am, that. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> yes. 
first of all, what you're not going to do while these people can't see you <laughs> is drop on this group that you're 55. Uh-huh. This this what you're not going to do. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this is wisdom. I need y'all to... Yeah, I need y'all to understand the melanin situation that I'm looking yeah. at right now. It makes you feel so good to be black. You're like, I'm in her club. Um, I don't know if y'all know, but we in the same club. You know, I need yeah, y'all to understand you. this woman yeah. don't look nobody's 55. No, she I don't. need to check my own self. And uh, the moisturizer in which I use, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to. We gonna have to have a side. Side talk about skin oh, regimen, self care, self care. And we're also talking three sons with three Ooh. different personalities. How, what's the ages? Oh, 26, 24, and 20. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yes. I bet they yes, I don't know. You just got that chill. She was like, ah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, an adult. I can't. Okay, adult. the baby is with it. I can't. Well, I, can. I will say this to you guys. This is a tip. She told me about mm-hmm. schools that I had never heard about. Okay, schools that I had I had never heard about. Now the world in places actually, in the United States that I have never world. heard about. The world. <laughs> in the, well, I'm, I, I was getting there. I was getting there, and it, it made me go, "Oh snap!" Because there were places that were specifically mm-hmm. designed for a child like my own. This is a very creative person. He loves to have conversation and that is the best way for Jet mm-hmm. to learn. But I didn't know that then. I'm thinking sit in the classroom because that's what we're taught that mm-hmm. it's supposed to be A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You know, that's not, Jet is, uh, what was his joint? Um, A, B, C, mm-hmm. D, E, F, G. H I J so what? And in between it was, was like, and in between okay. it was one, two, three, four, was, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 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 ten, ten, eleven, twelve. To keep up with the keep up with the Joneses, what are the like the school categories these days? Like I know Montessori. I remember when Montessori was like the new hot shit, right? So like, are there like categorized ways? So you have public. Uh-huh. And then within the public, you have different types of public. You have the charter schools, you have the independent schools, and then you have um, public schools that are run by uh, the state or the city, depending on state you live. And then you have uh, private schools. Um, and so some of it becomes around money too, how you receive money. So then you have private schools that are independent private schools that receive no state funding. It's all their own. And then you have private schools, uh, day schools, you know, the big schools that people talk about. And then you have boarding schools. And then within those, all of those categories, there are ones that have specialty. So you mm-hmm. might have a STEM public school. Okay. You could have an arts public school. You could have a, a school for students who are have ADHD, dyslexia, or severe learning disabilities that um, parents can't really uh, support them. And so they might be at a uh, boarding school that can do that. And so they start, you could have ages probably four years old, all the way up to um, what they call post-grad, PG year. And so those would be students who are not ready to go to high school, to college yet, but they are um, in high school. A lot of like a prep of, schoolish, uh, like that prep school Yeah, okay. a lot of prep schools do that, uh, where you can go for an, an additional year. Then also in the boarding school systems, um, they have a little leeway with age um, availability. So you have your junior boarding schools, and then you have your secondary boarding schools. And the secondary goes up to age 20, for in, as, especially for international um, students who come to America and need to learn English as a uh, second language. Um, and so for me, it's about uh, the, the best fit. And that's why I go into the homes and it's a very personal assessment. You know, I sit down with parent or parents um, and all that are a party to having a conversation and are the decision makers. And so when I went into uh, Jill's home, you know, I already had privy to some information and I had some kind of idea of what I wanted. Um, so I always know it's a carpet, right? I know the flooring. So I let the parent just think they don't know, you know, like 
I'm coming, but I'm already coming in. I can pull all the stuff Understanding, off. right? here. Yeah. I just, <laughs> what color do you want? And then we go from there. And I already know it's going to be a shade of blue, but you know, I just figured. Yeah, just let them, <laughs> let, like let them feel like they're making the decision. They are part and of they, the process. They make that decision, right? Because that's what you, that's what you hired me for. Right. And, no, no. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say this to you, like, girl. without giving away, you know, everything. Because obviously, even just like that, you clearly you are invested in a process. So mm-hmm. that's important to understand. The process is just as important as anything else. That's the less where the lessons are learned. That's of where the course. growth comes. Right? Well, are there some things like maybe I hate to even say this, like two or three things that parents can kind of keep in mind? if they have to kind of sit with some of these moments for themselves and how to start this process for themselves? So it's different for every age, right? Between zero and five, they're supposed to just play. Like, Mm. who cares if they read, right? If you're reading to them, seriously, all, all jokes aside, if you read to your child every day, every day, it is shown, research has shown that that child will read. Mm-hmm. Whether they start reading at 18 months or age two, my youngest didn't start talking till he was two. Everybody was like, oh, Lord, he got to go get speech <laughs> class. And then the first thing he asked was, he asked his grandmother, so what's up with your NASDAQ? What's, uh, what's your stocks like? I'm sorry, what? That's the first Correct. thing? That's the first thing he asked because she was in she was in retirement mode, right? And all he kept hearing was so he we said realized, what he said. He said what he said. And so the thing for him was he didn't really feel like talking. And he's mm. not a talker. So we can't put our Ooh, stuff child, on our I had children. One like that too. I right? did. And, and then elementary school, they are just it's foundational time. So they're learning facts and they're giving everything and you just give everything. They're just sponging. They're just pulling it all in. So you got to be careful what you say. Mm-hmm. And when you go to schools, you're not going to the schools with the Joneses. You're looking for mission and vision statements of the school that matches the value system of your home. And so when you do that, then there's, there's no discussion, right? The value system of your home. What's your mission and home? Does it match the school? So now you're not caught up. And on first whether... of all, for some people, it's about do you even have a mission well, in your part. home? What is your actual mission? Ah, so when you start asking them kind of questions, that's another that's another <laughs> podcast conversation. So, Girl, I, this this today to have me running, y'all. Today <laughs> has me running. The day has me running. When you do the mission and vision. So for the, to answer your question, this, mm-hmm. the parent, when you're looking for schools, not what it looks like, what it feels like. Mm. Is there love? Mm-hmm. Is the mission? Yeah. And, 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 but it's. I made that mistake. Yeah, me too. Right. With the and school, it's, fantastic it's looking. real because you really want them in a safe space. And mm-hmm. what we're conditioned about is how it looks as opposed to how it feels. Well, that's how a lot of these charters get over. They build them. They're brand new. You yeah. don't want them in the old rickety 200 year old, you know, school down the street. You want them in a nice, shiny, brand new thing with the with the mat. Everybody got on the matching jackets with the patches on the front. No, 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 no shade to the patches and jackets. I'm just saying. But you know what? So if you like uniforms, right, that's a thing. It's easy, Mm -hmm. financially Mm -hmm. affordable, right? So, Mm. you know, it's a thing. Lunch tastes good. That's a thing. So people, Mm. I don't dismiss that. When I look at, when I ask the kids, Uh well, what you like? And they say, oh, the lunch was good. I said, okay, that works for me. Parents like, oh, Lord, what you mean? I said, it works for me. Because if you're happy, yeah. If the child is happy, then they everything will. else is workable, right? Yeah. And then and then the the other piece is, is don't put them in situations where you know that you can't be accountable as a parent to make it happen. Mm. So, i.e., if it's time, if everybody in the school picks up their kid at three o'clock, you can't be picking your kid up at six o'clock, send them to oh. another school. Because it creates angst in the child. 
They're there by themselves. They don't know. And so then when they become teenagers, see, we don't really, we're thinking about, well, I got to work and I got to do this. Okay. But there are schools where the culture is after school programs or Uh, support or things mm -hmm. of that nature. But if everybody's picking up at three o'clock and you know, you can't get to the six, that's not on the child. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Sharon, I want you to talk about, at, at some point she was... She was suggesting boarding school. Someone suggested that to me, too. And it's a girlfriend that listens to the podcast every week. So I really want you to listen to to talk about this. <laughs> listen, I had my mother take me to Madeira. I was like, take me to Madeira. I want to see a tour. I want to go to Halton Arms. I wanted to know about I, I was ready. So. So boarding school isn't for everybody. Right. But there are different reasons why I believe students should go to boarding school. And again, it's based on my assessment. The reason why I I was really horning and I even sent her a text not too long ago. I said, he's still interested in boarding school. She was like, I'm good. It's a a compliment to Jet, though, isn't it, in a way? (laughs) It really is. We're getting what we need, Sharon. And very well. Yes. And very, Mm -hmm. very well. I'm, I'm so, so proud. I like crying in tears of this me too he didn't want to go to boarding school he didn't True. you know i'm True. already a True. traveling mom so that's not really what he wanted to do and well one and one of the reasons why i was interested in boarding school is because you're a traveling mom and what happens is is that the timing is so perfect like every 6 weeks there's a clockwork right so literally by the time you miss your child you mm-hmm. see them and you see them for uh, a weekend, a long weekend. They also have long breaks. Um, it creates a level of independence that is needed when you are a parent who travels a lot, right? And then the trust and responsibility, it really speeds up a lot quicker in that regards. Then there's also the worldview. Uh, boarding schools are international. Children are from all over the world. They're like minds. It also supports uh, engagement of having conversations and learning about things in a different way. And so when you're in certain states of America, you know, we don't get that all the time. And, And the diversity, not just of race, but culture and ethnicity, I knew that was important, you know, to you. And so that was one of the reasons why I suggested. Another reason why I suggest, uh, I have suggested in the past is based on the student's intellect and need to move in a way that was a lot quicker than what the other 
options were available for that particular student. So I do look at that. And then also sometimes it's about resource, right? Because when you do go to these institutions, they do make the resources available to students. And if there is um, some resource lack in communities and the student is able to be able to go into those places and and hang, I don't leave them. I don't leave my students at all. And so, you know, it's important that they understand where they're going and why they're going there. Right. And I started that out with my sons. And so I introduced boarding schools to all my students as an option, but not a requirement. And I and it's not that the parent is a bad parent. It is really just an added to the to the availability of the lifestyle, the mission, the vision and the values of the home. And um, so, no, he didn't need to go to boarding school, but I thought that it was important and I've done this for other families as well to to reel back and homeschool allows that even if it's just for a year so we had this thing called the pandemic right and it was a force there was a level of respect that came for teachers and also an understanding of looking at your child like how are you showing up now what do I need to do a little differently to engage with you in a way. And then we have this whole thing with social media. And so there were there, there are things that I was saying to parents, you know, like let's create safe and brave spaces for our students. I love this term brave spaces. I think we're all kind of, we're all familiar with safe spaces, but I, I, I would love to hear more about what a brave space looks like. A brave space is where you allow every individual in that space to be able to speak without threat, right? And to learn that as they, especially for children, as they're learning resiliency and how to uh, choose healthy choices in their life, that they can question in a way that is authentic to their voice. And so, no, it doesn't have to be cursing, but it has to be in a way that they are comfortable and that they can be heard and then they can receive correction with love. Mm-hmm. But the parent has to be, so we, I do this thing called detachment Fridays. I got that from Deepak Chopra. So every day is a day of a particular theme, right? So everything is possible. That means that there's no limit. So Mondays, everything is possible. So for the little kids, you just say, all right, what's possible today, right? You know, for a teenager, you might say, so what's what's your agenda? What's what's possible for you? What are you looking forward to in your life? What are your goals? What are your things? And then the next day is if you want something, give it. Every every is always one to give. But yeah, get your pen and paper. <laughs> Hold on. Let me write my thing. Yeah, you know. Down. <laughs> what's what is possible? Yeah, everything is possible. So for little ones, grandchildren, children, you know, there's just so much possible. Like, I don't know. Let's run out in the rain. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, teenagers, what's possible? Oh, no. Well, this could be possible. All right. Okay. Or, you know, real time, you have to have real time, real talk about other stuff. Grown adult things that teenagers think that they think is possible. (laughs) They don't know the consequences behind that. If you want something to give it. That is always give with a happy heart, right? You teach kids, oh, share, here. You can have a peace of mind after they ate it all and licked all over and they give it to you. Ah, here, you know, or remember that last French fry you lick all over (laughs) so nobody else would take it. Like, well, why don't you just get that French fry, right? And then the next one is when you make a choice, you change the future. It's called karma. And then this is the one Mike, I love. We used to say, don't say no, go with the flow. So everyone who has terrible twos, there's no such thing as terrible twos. And there's no such thing as, well, I guess they do have annoying teenagers. But, you know, when they come in, uh, don't say no, just go with the flow, just flow. So that way you create peace, right? And that they are able to feel accept, they have to feel accepted within themselves before they feel accepted by others. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I was, I'm curious just how, you know, don't say no, go with the flow. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's but just, I'm going to tell you just, right now, I'm black. <laughs> I'm black. Right. Right. And I know that for us black parents, mothers and families. Mothers especially. That don't say no, go with the flow gets challenging. That doesn't mean that you don't say no to things that are dangerous. But even then, so there's a sweet spot that I'm trying to find. And if I can, if I can bottle it, it'll be great. I love what you're saying here. What worked in the old school, Mm -hmm. because we're forgetting. We're the, y'all check this out. Mm -hmm. Us right here. And everybody Mm -hmm. in our generation listening, we the last generation that understands what old school, because we're Mm -hmm. not transferring. Yeah, we've been having this conversation way too much. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? I I have to say this. Today, I was cleaning my living room. My daughter is one month into being a mother. One month. Bless her. And I was going through the room and I said, why is this here? And I had picked up something, a cord or something that was on the floor. She said, I told them to move that. I knew you wouldn't like it. And then I went to something else and I said, this shouldn't be like this. Y'all need to get in this corner. Why are these things being left downstairs? She said, I told them not to do that. I knew that that would be something you did not want. And I think in a lot of ways, and and I want to go back to this because on the podcast, we talked about my daughter who is fairly young. She's 20 years old. She's become a mother. And there was a little talk after the podcast and comments and different people who've DM'd me since who talked about how they uh, supported me in my support of her. She lives in my home. We are every day talking and, and communicating about her being a mother. And what you just said, just became very important to me because I recognize she has an opportunity to learn mothering, to learn her womanhood and to experience it in real time at the same time. And I'm grateful for this moment to be able to pass these things on to her because these are things my mother taught me. So I'm thinking of what my mother, how she mothered. I am mothering in real time and also guiding and teaching my daughter to mother. So this is... Mm -hmm really important and I want to bring this up in this moment because we tend to push aside our adult children so quickly out into the world when they really need these moments to be in not just conversation but in existence with us so that they can watch learn and soak in so many of the very of the you know the the nuanced things that we are bringing from the old school those things that they remember my daughter said to me the other day she saw a meme that said if your mother sweeps rugs don't mess with her (laughs) (laughs) she's not to be played with if you have a mother that sweeps rugs and I laugh because I most definitely sweep rugs Mm -hmm. but I only sweep rugs because my mother swept rugs but you saw it (laughs) you know I mean these are small things these are small things but this is what I thought about when you said that Mm -hmm. I'm like hmm this is interesting. Something that I think people may have looked at me sideways for. I'm like, mm, yeah, y'all can go somewhere and sit down. I'm going to sit here and allow this child to really learn as much as she possibly can because she needs to be able to pass this to my granddaughter. This is going to be important. Plus, you know, Madiza, I'm writing these things down for my grandbaby because I'm going to write all my wrongs. Well, amen? you, but you're going to transfer, right? <laughs> so what we're, what as grandparents, I'm not a grandparent yet, but it's that that's it's another stage of transference, right? So people say, Well, you didn't do that for me, mm-hmm. mom. Well, uh, yeah, you know, you now know, so you're transferring, right? I missed and it. it's okay, it really is just grace. The other one I wanted to say is every time you wish or want, you plant a seed. So what you think is what is, mm-hmm. what you think is what is, and so we can't have any negative conversations around our children. And we can't have them in schools that are having negative conversations around them or directly to them. And that was one. That's one of the reasons why I go into the schools. It's not about the grades. It's how are you addressing the child or the young teenager? Are you are you hearing them? I have to say, you know, I'm on the social media sometimes and I'm noticing that a lot of parents are. 
and like cussing at their children. It's a lot of that happening. And and they're so little. They're, they're little tiny people. And I don't that bothers me so much. I I don't, you know, that's not my house, it's not my child, but it is my child. And I don't like that. I don't like that. It's a responsibility that we have to say, oh no, you don't get don't do that. Because that what you plant is what grows. Words. Mm-hmm. Come on now. I'm talking to three major wordsmith right here. Come on, y'all. What you say, what you hear. So as you're in schools and in homes and people are around, we have to have brave. That's what a brave space is. Oh, no. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't like the word shut up. That's violent to me. Mm-hmm. That means mm-hmm. that you're dismissing everything that my tone, my words, my enunciation. Like, you just totally there. Right. So you tell a child, shut up. What do they do? Mm-hmm. So if they mm-hmm. hear that from a teacher, why would they perform? And so if you don't go mm. in to see what's going on, no. And you can go into school and hear teachers correct with love. That is amazing. It's not like they mm-hmm. don't exist. You just have to be right there to make it happen. Right. And then you want to be open to life and journey. Hey, what you want to do? Okay. You know, one of the things that we're seeing a lot of, which is really beautiful, is role switching, right? We don't have defining of gender roles. And so you have daddies braiding girls' ears, moms playing basketball, football, or, you know, cooking and with their sons and doing all kinds of stuff. So, you know, just be open to whatever life has because the journey is beautiful. It's raw. It's awful. It's painful. It's joyful. It's fun. It's just all of that stuff, Right. Another again, I always say full disclosure, I've talked on other podcasts. And so things that I'm saying now is not things that I didn't have before. But my youngest one um, learned compassion because I had breast cancer. He used to stay in one room and I would be shouting, Yandy, come help me. And then finally, he just was like, you know what, let me just stay in the bed with her because he wanted to sleep. But I had to take my drugs or I was throwing up or doing whatever. And so I didn't find out till years later, well, a year later, when he wrote in his um, essay to college that, you know, they were asking, what is it, you know, what was your responsibility? And he said to take care of my mom and that he learned compassion. I was like, oh. So life teaches you, right? School is life. Life is school. We can't Mm -hmm. separate them. Um, so you got to be open to the journey and enjoy it. And then always tell your children that they're here for a reason. And so if you're parenting to the purpose and passion of that child, then of course you have to go, you have to be diligent and in, intentional on choosing the schools. And so it's not about the correction. It's not about the punishment of what the school's doing. It's not about the accolades. It's like, do you know my child? And 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 that has to be whether it's 1,100 people in the school or if it's five in the school. My child is important and you need to know that. And so we now, you know, different stages. You, the child who's in the foundational stage, they are um, the elementary school. And then the middle school, you're learning to um, help them formulate questions. They always ask me questions. <laughs> question, question, question. And I don't know the answer. Look it up, right? We used to say, look it up. Now they say, Google it. <laughs> and so, so, so that part, right? We used to go get that the encyclopedias and you'd be flipping through. (laughs) Where's the answer? I don't know. See, and the other piece is you don't have to be highly educated to educate your children. So a lot of people say, oh, I can't host homeschool. I'm not that smart. No, you hear countless stories of parents back in the day who would read a calculus chapter to go ahead and teach their kid calculus. You have to make the time. Because even that new math looks scary. I just, okay. Oh, that new that math new is something math. else. So in homeschooling, <laughs> in homeschooling, Miss um, mm-hmm. Jill learned There's so some many, stuff. there's so many, yeah, but there are also so many resources for homeschoolers. Right, but Miss Jill, did you learn I, some I things think, that you had to relearn to teach again? Oh my God, yeah. 
And it was yeah. painful. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. The only reason why I stuck it out was I stuck it out for mm-hmm. him, you know, and then I've got this annoying woman texting me and calling me and holding me accountable all the time. Um, <laughs> and it just agitated my soul. So I, not only did I want to um, enrich Jet, but I also wanted to keep this woman off my back. And you learned new math. That's dope. She learned. Bless your new math. Because I had to outsource. <laughs> More conversation after the break. brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The Shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/TheShy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Understand that Sharon Green is she's an academic consultant amongst many, many, many other things, yeah. and the point and purpose is to uplift and enrich um our children to elevate our children um and not just the piece but the whole kid the whole child so it's not just their academics it's also their spirit it's also their energy um she's very mindful of energy in those ways so if you're if you're looking for an Ian Levan Zant of uh, educating <laughs> your child, then you're looking for Sharon Green. Um, so wait, are there count are there Sharon Green counterparts throughout the country? I know there's cis, but is cis do that? Is, is this something no, that so cis does? girls is a, a nonprofit that I have that I work with um, okay. girls, and I help them in their social emotional intelligence, okay. really getting them. Um, so that's different. Okay. That yeah, the life, the parent coaching and life coaching is really um, a passion of mine. I learned um, as I was doing my parenting thing, you know, because you don't get a you don't so get directions. Sh- you're one of a kind, Sharon. I feel like you're telling us that you may be one yeah, of a kind. I, I, I think I am. I, found I think my well, years. I think well, this is one thing I've noticed a lot of times with people like Sharon Green. What's so important is that we, as the broader population, have to start demanding that people like Sharon Green and Sharon Green herself be the person that gets the consulting contracts with the school district. Mm -hmm. Be the person who's the head of the school board. Is that something you want though? So there's this this thing about um, licensing and accountability that I might not be able to say certain things if I have those. But there there are abilities of consulting that I think a lot of people are now. The pandemic was a beautiful thing, ladies. Because it really allows people to look at who they're being and how they're showing up. And in education, we're seeing gaps. And those gaps that we're looking at, especially for our children, we haven't even seen the beginning of it. So understand that our children were not in school to identify who they were becoming and being for two and a half years, some three. And so there's some social emotional intelligence issues that are coming about. And if you didn't have it, 
so, so school was also a safe haven for our children. Teachers were missing the kids as well as the students were missing the environments that they were in, right? Real time, real talk, because homes ain't always what they think they should be. And this is not just for elementary school, it's all the way up to college. Yes, ma'am. You know, so so people didn't have safe spaces to be and they use schools as a safe haven. And so we have to understand that, you know, these teachers are doing some, they're doing everything, right? So they're not maybe sharing green because they're a teacher, but they they have toiletries, they have food, they have, you know, lunch money, they have emergency money, they got clothes, they got all kinds of stuff going on outside of just trying to do the academics, right? And so I just mm-hmm. want to say that we're blessed that if you can afford to to homeschool, and I don't mean financially, I'm talking about spiritual and emotional, because uh-huh. we all can afford it. We just have to do without some things, right? We might mm-hmm. not have to have that bag, but or that car, or go on that trip. But we, you know, but you homeschooled all three, all three. Yes, and then they went on to go to Excelsior and... uh, (laughs) Yeah, they went to some... I have one that went to HBCU, but they all went to um, pretty top schools in the nation, in the world. And um, What's the HBCU? I'm curious. Howard. Okay, of course. I went to Spelman. I went to Spelman. See, see? Just wait a minute, wait a minute. I went to Spelman. Yeah, no, because HU is a serious thing now. I respect it. I respect it. I love it. I love it. But I just want to say that, you know, we all have our path. Everyone can't homeschool. Everyone can't go to private school. Everyone can't go to boarding school. But what everybody can do is love. And what everybody can do is be intentional about supporting their child and advocating for their child. So you don't go into school like, you go in advocating. Okay, so yes, there is a problem here. What resources do you have available? Hmm. I love the smile after yes. the question. And that's what I did. Smile after yeah, the yeah, question is important. And, 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 and if you don't have the resources, I'm sure there's someone on your board or there's maybe some volunteers in your school that can help, right? Yes, absolutely. I watched this woman disarm every teacher, principal, That's the city smile. councilman. <laughs> it's 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 not only the smile, it's the directness of the information and the question yeah. that she's asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. you, you can't. intention. She talked you about intention hide. in the very beginning. Yeah. There's an intention behind your eyes, your smile, everything. Yeah. It's it, it, and it is love. Yeah. It is, and love does not mean to not be direct. No. In fact, to be love means exactly that: yeah, to be direct, important. to be clear, to have the right intention. It's, yeah. You, if you if you begin and end with love, then it's not about the other emotions that come in between, positive or negative. It just is. But we can work yeah. it out because the end goal mm-hmm. is the child. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Do you understand? But, smile. See, that's what I. I it's like the three facets to that smile. One of them is. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. You got it. You got, got it. it. Yes, 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 Sharon. The, the yeah. other one is, do you hear me? <laughs> and then the other one is, <laughs> come on, baby. Just do on. it. <laughs> I want to throw that in there, too, real quick, that, that Sharon also has a lot of knowledge about um, grants and um, assistance uh, in in whatever kind of school that you want your kid to go to. Um, so, I imagine your IG page is full of like amazing. Uh oh, never mind. Okay. Uh oh, it is. It is. <laughs> she she um she definitely receives emails. And oh yes. no, we all are. We all yeah. It's fine. I told y'all how old I am. I'm Honey, keeping your soul clean, and that's all I'm right by it. me. Yeah, yeah, that's you, it. You're probably keeping yourself from headache. Yeah. But I think I think really the the blessing of you is, you know, layered and wide in this conversation True. because you've really kind of laid down a lot of information for everyone. But I just want I always want to circle back to it because what you said about intention and about love is so important because people do get caught up in what they do not have access to. And I think there's so much about a child who was loved when a child is loved and going out into the world there, that is a different 
energy that you are putting out there. That is a different, a completely different thing. That is that 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 grows in a way that you cannot even imagine, and 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 continues to give back to you in ways that you can't even you can't even quantify it. It's a beautiful thing. So I feel people should really really hear you on that. You know, the rest of it are details and things that have to do with your specific yeah. child. But that right there, how does love show up? What does it look like? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, that's my one right there. That got me running. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just just walk with it, run with it and love with it, you know, and give yourself grace every day, mm-hmm. all day, because we don't know. And it's OK to say, oh, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I apologize to my kids all the time. Oops, my bad. She does. Because it just is she what does. it is. She yeah. does. <laughs> this is this. Oh, I apologize to my kids all the time. My mother apologized to me. Now, my mom didn't apologize. My mom didn't apologize. I'm waiting for it. I'll be waiting. Mm. <laughs> you know, I'll be waiting on that. I'll be waiting on that. Look. Well, I remember, I remember my mama getting fussed at by her friends. Like, what you doing? <laughs> this, is, this is one of the many ways where we're uplifting our our little people. We've been blessed to be the portal, to be the beginning, you know, of their very big part of their universe. And the goal, I always believe this, is the goal is to help them fly on their own. And if if you send them out into the world with love, they come back. They come right Mm -hmm. back to you. And then they fly off again if you've done it right, I think. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. and everybody doesn't fly at the same time. And no, Come nor on. fly the same way. Ooh, no, they, do, they not. do not. And it's fine. And it's fine. Same sky. It'll be there when they. It get takes there. a lot of pressure off of of you and your kid. When yes, and and a lot of the pressure is really what um makes. I know pressure, and sometimes it'll make me uh, anxious. You know, and, and anxiety is not a good feeling at all. And the funny thing is when you peel it back, you you realize that the voice that that voice of your anxiety is the voice of that person that didn't honor you in the way that you want people to honor your child. That that voice, that thing that's talking to you that got you all turned up is that moment that Sharon was talking about, that teacher that said that thing, that adult that said yeah. that thing. And you hold it. And then you end up taking it right into the conversation you're having with your own kid. Uh-huh. And I, I refuse. I, I'm not, I'm going to change that voice. I want to make sure that that voice is one of my own creation and not one of my trauma. Mr. Frank Levitt, I, I, uh, I forgive you. Ooh, Ooh, I see? forgive you. And that's, a, that's that. Oh, that's so major. I don't forgive Mr. Tyson. He oh called me an gosh. idiot <laughs> in high school and then told my friends not to hang out with me. It wouldn't be smart of them. I was, I'm sorry. I, this whole conversation, I was thinking about Mr. Tyson and I was like, you motherfucker. Ooh. And I got friends from my school that still hang out with him and go every Christmas. They go to dinner with this mother. <laughs> Get it out, Lion. Oh, I'm sorry. Get it out, Get it out. Oh, come on, baby. Mr. Tyson. Get it out. Ooh. Ooh, Mr. Tyson. And he was my homeroom teacher. So you can't, I already know, you can't really do wrong to me um, because mm. what happens to you in return is never, never, never nice. It's yeah, never yeah, nice. a good thing. So he he lost his tenure. He was accused oh, nice. of uh, molesting a child. Oh, oh not nice. I don't know mm. if any of, of that part, that last part um, was actual what happened or not. But um, he was a very, very mean man, and he definitely intended to kill my spirit. Ooh. For sure. Mm. For sure. Well, I think and, Mr. Tyson's alone and nobody married him, so. That's yeah, cool. but that it would have been nice. I can't I have to say it would have been nice to have an advocate at that time. So like Sharon yeah. Green said, definitely yep. be an advocate for your children. If they're mm-hmm. telling you that a teacher is being mean to them, believe them. Yes. Believe Absolutely. them yes. and yes. show up. And I'm not saying yeah. necessarily mm-hmm. have out your Vaseline and take off your earrings. Yeah. <laughs> loved you, you for it, Kareem. Like loved you for it, Kareem. You can say mm-hmm. it. You can say it and smile. You can be right. like. You can be like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of mm-hmm. threat behind that smile right there. Yeah. Yeah. You can try to share his goals, but everybody ain't gonna make the goals. Just don't touch nobody. <laughs> if you can help it. 
you know, I, I just want to say be an advocate and not a helicopter. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Ouch. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Advocate. Sharon Advocate, Green, learn. thank you so much for being here <laughs> with us at J.Ill, the podcast. I really hope that everyone within listening ears, um, every parent, every auntie, every grandma, grandpa, I hope that you have taken the time to jot down some things. If you haven't, rewind. Listen to this podcast all over again. I can definitely attest to um, Sharon's views and her practice as being helpful. I see the benefit of my own parenting with this with this child and my nephew, and I see the benefit um, for my son. And that's really what you want, huh? That's really what you want, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Hey, listeners, it's Amber, your fearless producer here. Miss Sharon is truly a gift that keeps on giving. Her energy and her light, just wow. <laughs> we learned a lot about educational choices from this conversation, but I know I still have a lot of questions, and I imagine you do too. So I'm going to leave you with some articles in the show notes that give a deeper understanding of the range of choices for you and your family. And if you want to work with Sharon as an educational coach or consultant, you can connect with her through her company, Bloom Tree Educational Services. I'll drop a link in the show notes to her company as well. Happy learning. Hi, if you have comments on something we said in this episode, call 866-HEY-JILL. If you want to add to this conversation, that's 866-439-5455. Don't forget to tell us your name and the episode you're referring to. You might just hear your message on a future episode. Thank you for listening to Jill Scott Presents J.Ill, the podcast. J.Ill is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Network.